When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary, scary stories story. to tell in the pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, scary things that happen to you that you tell us about, scary dreams that your mom had when she was a girl that you tell us about, weird things your cousin's old roommate heard from her roommate's ex-fiance that you tell us about. It's anything scary that you tell us about or that we hear from a book that we tell you about, which is what's happening today since it's a Monday. Hey! Wow. Oh, that was everything. Wow. Um, Andrew That's and I, we're, we're two comedians, uh, roughly speaking, and uh, we have been friends for a long time, and we both like scary things, mm-hmm. and we're not serious people, but we are scared of everything. Right, which are two very different things, and together they create a personality. Yes. So um, this is not like a well-researched um, ghost podcast. This is two people who are scared Talking about the things that scare them, which is <laughs> sort of like research. Oh, I think it's the I think it's the definition of research in some circles. Yeah, in our circle, certainly. <laughs> um, and Anna, you have a story today to share with us from Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gamble's scary stories to tell in the dark series. I do, um, Andrew. I had a thought. Maybe I should I should have shared this off pod. Maybe it's a little bit it's pressure now. But I wondered if maybe on Mondays to like ease into the stories, if we switch it around and do a scary thing that happened to us this week before we do the story. I really do like this. I think okay. it does get us. It eases us into the scares. What do we think? Um, Andrew, did anything scary happen to you this week? Okay. Um, yes. So it's the, the, the scare is the ravages of age. Um, because oh. <laughs> now I've discovered that if I sleep on my neck in any remotely strange fashion, I'm ruined for like two or three days. <laughs> what happened? You slept on your I neck just, weird? Our humanity is the, is so stupid because all it takes for me to just have like my whole back be brittle hard candy is to just sleep with like one less or one more pillow than I'm used to having. <laughs> It's too much. It's too much. I fell asleep reading last night and I had an extra pillow and wow is my back nonsense today. It. I'm so sorry to hear that, Andrew. It's okay. I mean, it's good that I'm learning these things about myself. I. I it used to be that like if I did yoga once a month, I'd be like, I deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. I think that probably what I need to do more <laughs> is regular stretching. <laughs> I don't know. I went for my once yearly jog the other day and I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I well, think like as you get older, you take care of your body less. I know, which which is weird because people around me are taking care of their bodies more. And I'm like, what? 
we're we're eating less frosting now. Is that what I'm understanding? <laughs> oh, I was saying like you don't have to take as good care as you get oh, older. Like yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that it's okay to not. <laughs> okay. How are and how about you, Anna? Did anything scary happen to you? <sighs> something scary that happened to me. This is part of a series on the show. Uh, it's something I watched, and I have to say, uh, the thing that scared me this week. Uh, Jason and Ladybird are uh, still in L.A. for a week because of work. Um, but I'm so I'm by myself in my apartment, sort of like a dowager, uh, <laughs> just sort of roaming the halls, uh, microwaving different things, and looking at my feet and uh but i am i haven't been sleeping well because i am not because i miss the warm touch of the man who loves me or the sweet little dog who's kept me company because i watched haunting of hill house four months ago i am <laughs> so scared every scary thing that i've watched since i had a boyfriend has flooded back to me this one week that we're apart wow <laughs> i am absolutely cannot go anywhere that isn't my bed once I turn off the light in the living room like I I dive into my bed like I'm not an adult with an accountant I truly like <laughs> I am scared I'm scared like I've never paid taxes <laughs> it's just so scary <laughs> oh my gosh Anna yeah it's it's the broken neck lady she does it it's it's her it's that she's yeah. wearing a nightgown and I find that to be the scariest ghost clothes. Right. Because you know a ghost isn't going to be able to go to sleep. So what's the point? It's that. It's also like the scene. This is a spoiler. Yeah. Um, but it's the scene where the ghost is on the autopsy table and then is trying to talk and then grabs yeah. scissors and cuts her like mouth wires open to go. Ah! That was <laughs> Which- rude for me. Yeah, you need as a ghost, you need to know to not be rude. And also, if your mouths are wired shut and you're a ghost, you are not a corporeal form. You can talk without getting scissors to open your mouth. Up. It's it's and not just, my fault. It's not my. I you, I don't need to be involved with what happened with your mouth, which yeah, is just well, my rule across the board. Right. <laughs> I know. If you're a ghost, you're not a baby anymore. So you need to use your words. Um. Yes, that's true. Uh, so basically, like all the tips that I've had for watching scary movies, which one of them is from Oz Rodriguez, this great director, is that you just think about how they shot it. Like if you're at all in the know production wise, like, oh, that's they use this lens or they move the camera. I'm not a director. I don't know. They they use this kind of camera. But uh, another thing is watching it twice, which I don't think I can watch it twice. I don't think that that's the way out for me. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I like there's a there's a movie called The Last Starfighter and uh, there's a scene in it where a robot turns into a human being. And for whatever reason, as a kid, the robot terrified me so much. And I went back to watch it again. And I'm here to tell you, it scared me just as much this time as it did the last time. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app.
Oh my God, no, it, it held. It's so shocking. It's such a shocking image because it's like a biological robot. So what it looks like is a human blobfish with no eyelids. No. And it is inflating and deflating as it turns into a human. And it is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. That's I'm going to have to send you a picture at some point. Anna. That makes you really nauseous. But I, I oh, see, this is, this is all going to my idea, which is a, a website where um, for scary things, anyone who worked on the production... If they can upload what would really help me with Hill House specifically, if somebody could upload like a catering menu or like a call sheet with all the relevant information blurred out, like I just need to know that this was a production. Um, And what would really help me out are like minutes from a snippy design meeting where people were like not on the same page and like, yes, upset, like pissed off at each other. I think that's a great idea. I would really. So if you have any access to that, please, please write in. Anna, I am going to send you this picture, and I just apologize in advance. Keep in mind, this is from a children's film, a lighthearted children's fantasy adventure film. Okay. Oh, no. It's a starfighter. (gasps) Andrew, no! (laughs) Isn't that the worst thing you've ever seen? Andrew, yes. And it's like, this turns out to be like a fun, lovable robot. And I'm like, you can't do that to a child in 1980-something. This robot did not do a good job of turning into a human. No. Also, this robot needs to not look so sweaty and it needs to grow eyelids right now. All of the other last Starfighter pictures that are showing up are really bothering me, too. uh, Yeah, it's, it's not, it's a scary, it's a scary film for kids. I, again, almost threw up from my vitamins this morning, and uh, this is not helping. I'm going to close that out. And we're going to transition to the scary (laughs) story. Um, It took a while, but at least it was all fun and interesting. Um, We did it. We did it. Okay, so this story is from Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gamble's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark book trilogy. Um, This is from the complete set, which I have, and you can get anywhere books are sold. Um, and this story is actually freaking terrifying. And it's called The Ghost with the Bloody Fingers. Oh, the best. I can't. I'm so glad we're doing this one. A businessman arrived at a hotel late one night and asked for a room. The room clerk told him the hotel was all filled up. There is only one empty room, he said, but we don't rent that one because it is haunted. I'll take it, said the businessman. I don't believe in ghosts. The man went up to the room. He unpacked his things and went to bed. As soon as he did, a ghost came out of the closet. Its fingers were bleeding, and it was moaning, Bloody fingers! Bloody fingers! When the man saw the ghost, he grabbed his things and ran. The next night, a woman arrived very late. Again, All the rooms were taken except the haunted room. I'll sleep there, she said. I'm not afraid of ghosts. As soon as she got into bed, the ghost came out of the closet. Its fingers were bleeding. It was still moaning. Bloody fingers, bloody fingers. And the woman took one look and ran. A week later, another guest arrived very late. He also took the haunted room. After he unpacked, he got out his guitar and he began to play. Soon the ghost appeared. As before, its fingers were bleeding, and it was moaning, Bloody fingers! Bloody fingers! The man paid no attention. He just kept strumming his guitar. 
but the ghost kept moaning, and its fingers kept bleeding. Finally, the guitar player looked up. Cool it, man, he said. Get yourself a Band-Aid. The end. Wow. Terrifying. Are you on the floor? Are you peeing and pooping? See, Anna, this this feels like a very fitting story to tell today um, because it is about a way to confront and um, and suck the air out of things that scare you. That's true. It's about injury and it's about being scared by yourself in a room. Yes, which are two of our favorite subjects. Two of our favorites. Two of our most frequent subjects. Um, <laughs> so, man, so there's a lot going on in the story. And I, as yes. I was reading it, I had the questions. So, like, they're, one of the sort of Stephen Gamble or Alvin Schwartz tropes is a character with a first name, last name, and the first sentence. It's like, John Phillips was dead. Is he a real person? He's the guy from the Mamas and Papas. It's fine. Is he dead? <laughs> I think he's dead. And it, it, like it, first name, last name. And then there are other ones where it's just a girl was in the car. And this right. is a girl was in the car. This is a businessman arrived at a hotel late one night and asked for a room. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what the difference is in stories where they give the person a name and when they don't. I know. I guess that what's curious is like you have to make a decision if you're Alvin Schwartz about what is important. And I think that maybe in the comedic stories, having name specifics are less important because you're not trying to make someone think that this is a real thing that happened. Right. You're over empathizing with the person. Right. Right. The other thing is that the protagonist switches in like three times. That's very true. Um, and the escalation of things, we're starting with businessman as like the weakest of things, right? What do you like, mean? Like, we're like, um, in the idea, in the sort of like three Billy Goats gruff nature of this story, we're we're setting up like this the first businessman as like, well, this person never stood a chance, very cowardly. Got right? it. Oh yeah, I couldn't tell. I thought I I was like. Oh, this is one of the, this is a big mistake you can make in not just scary stories to tell in the dark stories, but in all horror things where you're like, I'm not scared of the scary thing. Um, And then you're corrected by the scary thing, which scares you. Um, Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this person we like seeing get their comeuppance in the beginning. Yeah. We're not expecting this person to be scared because they're like, I'm not scared. Right. Um, and then do we have any any um, defining characteristic of the woman? Is she just a woman who's no, coming this, by? No, this was something I was going to say. This is a businessman. And then she's just a woman. She doesn't have a job. <laughs> she's not a wife. She's not a bride. She's not a lifeguard. She's not a babysitter. She's Her not... job is to wear dresses. Her job is dress. She go in the bathroom, which has the triangle on it. Um <laughs> she yeah and then when he gets scared he grabs his things and goes and she just goes she which just we, leaves we can either assume she was so scared she didn't grab it or my reading of this she didn't have things this is just a woman who showed up no bag maybe a pair of flip-flops at the hotel and said i need a room <laughs> and like that scares like she was just holding like fresh money this is, yeah, this is Agatha Christie having a nervous breakdown, just going to a hotel and sitting there for two weeks. You know, like this woman has, she <laughs> came that, with nothing, she's leaving with nothing. Is that something Agatha Christie did? Yeah, I don't know if it was a nervous breakdown, but she disappeared for a good long <gasps> while and they found her <gasps> car abandoned and it turned out she was just at a resort for like a long <gasps> period of time. Oh my God, she went on holiday. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> I'm happy for her. I want to do this. That sounds <laughs> Scare great. Scare your friends and family and stop. <laughs> 
I just want to get important enough that people are like, where is she? <laughs> um, yeah, so she doesn't have any things. This woman is just in a T-shirt and some shorts. Um, and then they underplay the third guest. Uh, yeah, they don't say a dusty, stinky hippie rolls into the <laughs> like he's just a man. So you're not expecting him to have a guitar. When the guitar came out, I was shocked. Yes. Um, As I often am. I'm, oh yeah, this is how I feel at a party when a guitar comes out. I'm like, are we doing this still? Um, <laughs> is this ironic? Is this person trying on a new character? What's happening? A guitar is for three-year-olds on YouTube. We're not doing guitar <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's, if you're an adult, you do it by yourself, around a campfire, or not at all. Don't bring it out. Um, so we've got, those are our three sort of people. And then the first two people are scared. And the first guy, I, I, he's dispelling the scariness by playing guitar in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not being scary. Um, he's not like, I just have to get to bed. He's just having a good time. And yeah. then by the time the ghost comes out, it's not that scary. Like it's the right. ghost is less scary in the third beat because of the guitar before the turn even happens. Well, you also put a great deal of uh, pathos behind the or ethos behind the reading of that ghost. Oh God, like, I never know. You were not you were not leaning into the hackneyed trope of like bloody fingers. Like it sounded oh, like yeah. this was a this was a real per- person who was urgent about an injury that has been sustained on their hands. Yeah. When I did the voice for the ghost, I was like, oh, I just missed the opportunity to do a ghost voice. And then maybe you heard in my voice a panic and then a trying to make it sound scary. But no, I, I, I wanted to be consistent. Choice. Okay, thank yeah. you. This is why I'm bad at improv. Like I halfway <laughs> through the scene, I'm like, oh, I should have done something different. No, that's not true at all. Anne is very oh, funny. No, thank you. No, no, no. Don't how dare you? How dare That's you? The worst thing you can say about someone. <laughs> um, and then let's talk about this ghost, Andrew. What? Yes. What's your read of this ghost? I mean, here's the deal: when a ghost has bloody fingers, my assumption is not that the ghost is injured. My assumption is that the ghost has done something bad. Whoa! You have to be like in the four percent of people who think that. I guess it's to me. Well, I guess it. Here's here's. I can see it both ways. I think my assumption is that because that's scarier and I assume like, oh, a murdering ghost is scarier than a ghost has been murdered. But um, I guess when someone is saying bloody fingers, bloody fingers, it means that they are upset about their own fingers. So I don't know if maybe this was a, you know, no, that's a, interesting. A like printing press accidents. I don't no, know. Like bloody hand. Like there's blood on your hands means you did something wrong. But you, if it's on your fingers, you assume. Yeah. You know. Unless you dipped them, like it means that. I guess to me, the concept of someone dying from (laughs) finger injury is very silly, and I know it is already silly. As soon as I said that, Anna, I was like, "Well, I'm going to die from a finger injury now." Like we know that's going to happen. (laughs) You almost died in a soup injury. I almost did. I do. Yeah, but the idea of the the idea of just your fingers bleeding feels nightmarish. Yeah, I think that's fair. I also. I would say like this ghost, I think it gets a lot of the scariness from the fact that it's a hotel room, which are scary places because it's the unknown and because other people have been there before you and you don't know who they are and that it comes out of the closet, right? Huge. Yeah. Um, Closets, classically scary. Yeah. Came out of the closet. A hotel closet is a scary place. That is, you find weird things in there. You leave your nice jacket in there that you hung up so it wouldn't get rumpled. 
Um, yeah, um, inexplicable plastic bags that you're like weird. Do they think I'm going to take this? Oh yeah, no, no, no. We don't. We don't need that. Um, but that. So it gets scary from that. But saying bloody fingers is not that scary. No. Which no, no. this is in the funny scary story. This is the last section of the book. Yes. Where it's it's big LOLs. Um, should we talk about the illustration? I would love to speaking talk about the of, illustration. Speaking of bloody fingers, this illustration is actually uh, seems like a like t- again just too realistic, too scary. Yes, for the room, it is uh, a a hand mm-hmm. that is standing like cousin it just on the stump. Like it's got like an inch or two of wrist, and it's standing up, and it's holding it's holding itself like it's holding onto a subway pole a little bit. Oh, you're like right. the thumb is up and the fingers are curled and one the top finger is sort of stretched out. Yes. And brother, you got a lot of Stephen Gamble drip, Stephen Gamble roots. There is a puddle of blood under the wrist that the wrist is reflecting in. Mm-hmm. You've got some nasty fingernails. Nasty. Some some appear to be half pulled off. Other appear to be just bleeding from below. Yes. And there's yeah, it's dripping from the tips of the the pointer and the thumb mostly. And then the hand itself has what I just learned. I follow one YouTuber and she is a mortician. She does look like the girl from uh, uh, NCIS. Uh, (laughs) Yes. I think she's great. It's Caitlin Doty. And she described a thing called skin slippage that happens on corpses. Um, It's amazing. Uh, to think about but it's happening on this hand like on the wrist and the hand it's like slipping around which is just something sort of nightmarish to think about i know we told you it was a funny scary story but there's something that um is true yeah i think the other thing that's scary about this illustration is this one looks a lot more like the the fingers are not bleeding from any sort of injury this is just sort of ethereal bleeding, which is very scary to me. Yeah, it's, it's like, like where's this coming from? It's like it's seeping out of the skin, like yeah. the hand Ugh. is a sponge. Very scary. Ugh, nasty ass. Um, and this is kind of segueing to me, like in terms of casting, because my thought is that these hands, ironically, when you play guitar a whole lot, you build up calluses or blisters. And maybe there is some connectivity between those two things. Ah, I did wonder that. Because your read, Anna, firmly placed the third man, the guitar playing man, as Bob Dylan in my head. I think that's good. And I, you know what? I think he'd do it. Yeah. He's he's wanting for work, I think. Well, I think, yeah. He's like, mm, do people think I'm cool still? Um <laughs> I think that would be great. I also think that this could be a little bit like the hunt where you have some wildly famous people mm. um, because they're going to be in there for like a minute. Right, right. Um, yeah. So I think like we could get some names. Um, yeah. Who are we thinking for the business person? Businessman. Businessman. This feels like not just because I just saw Tenet, um, but John David Washington. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, I think he would be good as like a businessman who's like, I'm not scared of ghosts. Right. Um, right. Yeah. He's like, I'm just here to do a job and that job is tenant. <laughs> I have to go do tenant. <laughs> I'm late for tenant. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I, oh, you know what? Can I just get any room? I am really late for tenant. <laughs> um, 
I think maybe. And then what about Vague Woman? Who are we thinking? Vague Woman, I immediately pictured Michelle Williams. Yeah. Oh, Anna, that's so funny because I was thinking Carrie Mulligan and the two of them feel very simpatico. Wait, was I picturing Carrie Mulligan instead? It's hard to say. Who was I picturing? Does anyone know? I was picturing Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> that I I like I did the thing where a website tags the picture of the wrong person, but in my brain. <laughs> I love when I love when a website tags an inanimate object as a person too. Like it's just like, you know, a weird biscuit on a table and it's like Dennis Friends. And you're like, wait. Yeah, I think that's good. And then this concierge, who do we think? Oh, um, I mean in 2014, we would say it's Kumil Nanjiani, but I think oh, now yeah. we're saying it's, um, you know what? Now we're saying it's Margot Robbie. Oh my God. That is a big get. That's a big get because it's like the surprise of Margot Robbie owning a motel is huge. And I think we'd get a lot of mileage out of that moment. I think so too. Wow. That's really good. Um, I instantly was picturing Tim Curry. But oh, that's just because that's of, the correct choice. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. Um, um, and then Bob Dylan, and who's the ghost? Who's Bloody Finger Ghost? I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, <laughs> is it John Goodman? Oh, that's fun. It's one location. It's one look. I think he would do yeah. it. I think you're right. I think this is a great cast. I think this is one of our best casts so far. See a movie with this cast. Oh my god. People each, would lose their minds. Each each um person that we see gets like a half an hour time period. Like it would be incredibly repetitive, but there'd be something that would feel kind of um uh artistic and niche about it that I think people would appreciate. This is Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Yeah, it's Mr. M- it's Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium directed by the Cohen brothers. Like that's what it feels like, you know? Wow. That would get distribution people would watch that (laughs) people would um anna thank you so much for bringing in this story today this was just what i needed i think this week andrew thank you so much for for being a part of it and listening and for doing tenet and um (laughs) i did i did do tenet we did um thank you all for listening Uh, we moved the scary thing at the beginning of the episode let us know what you think i know is everything okay do you feel like we're ending things too abruptly we'll talk about it people are too scared um, um, but you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at scary story underscore pod. You can email us your stories at scary story pod at gmail.com. And you know what else you can do? Get out forever. Dog. This has been a forever dog production. Scary stories to tell on the pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio and Alex Ramsey produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.